This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Hi, welcome to Breaking Bread. This is the show where we explore food through culture, conversations, and a whole lot of curiosity. I'm your host, Lo Yi Jun, a food writer and recipe developer from the Jun and Tonic blog. Every week on this show, we dive deep into an aspect of food in Malaysia, from speaking to chefs and restaurateurs about their restaurants, to exploring the origins of certain dishes, to geeking out over tasty discussions with food friends or experts. On this week's show, we'll be speaking with Ezra Tan from Kairos Agriculture, the company behind Penang's first smart vanilla farm. Yes, you heard right, there's vanilla being planted in Penang. The farm officially started last year, right before the pandemic hit, but since then, Ezra and the Kairos team has been making sure their vanilla plants have been getting all the care and attention they need. So today, we'll be talking about the story of Kairos, how they marry technology and agriculture at their farm, and discuss the whole process behind planting vanilla in Malaysia. So without further ado, here's Ezra Tan from Kairos Agriculture. Israel, welcome to the show. Hi, June. Thanks for inviting us. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for taking the time. Your company, Kairos or, or Kairos Agriculture, has been making waves in, I would say, the past year or past two years. I've been hearing about you here and there about how there's this bunch of people growing vanilla of all places in Penang. Um, mm. Yeah, but to begin, can you tell us uh, a bit about who you are and and how you got into this? Sure. First of all, just to introduce a little bit of myself, I'm Ezra, uh, typically a local Penang Knight that loves <laughs> Penang food so much. And um, I have a various industry experience before. I was involved in the graphic design and printing industry and was in insurance industry, also F&B and also constructions. So agriculture to me is quite new. But uh, my personally, I would like to challenge new things. And in this era, I believe a lot of young people like us that we have a lot of help for the informations that uh, we can search through Google, YouTube. We can learn a lot of things. I mean, this era is really information overloaded. So four years ago, I started involved in the agriculture by investing a small farm in Kuching. The original intentions with my founder is we're willing to help the single mom. So by building a mushroom farm in Kuching to help two single mom. So both of the single mom, they are bringing their own child that hard to work outside. So we built a mushroom farm to allow the two single mom to work inside the mushroom farm. So from the mushroom farm, we collect the waste and we turn the waste to become vermicompost. So when after we turn to vermicompost, we are exploring what type of the crops that suitable for vermicompost. And we know one uncle that near our place uh, having a vanilla farm. And we try to collaborate with the uncle by JV type. So we're able to start our journey with vanilla. That is three, right. four years ago. Ah, and wait, so was this uncle, was he still in Kuching? Yes, yes, this uncle ah, is still in Kuching. Okay. And uh, the whole story starts because 
two years ago, one of the Japanese flavoring company wanted to purchase our vanilla and they tested the vanilla and they gave us a very good comment that stated that our quality is already met the world standard. And they are curious why Malaysia don't want to grow vanilla while we can produce good quality of vanilla. So this is the point that we start to think, hey, what is next? Are we going to expand in East Malaysia? And as I mentioned at the beginning, I'm typical local Penang Night. I love Penang so much. <laughs> so we thought the whole, I mean, we took the whole proposal and we talked to Penang government. And now Penang government is willing to give chance for young people to go in to venture in agriculture, especially high yield crops like vanilla. So on 2020 February, we managed to get two acres from Penang government. That's how we start. And all of us know, and now we're experiencing the MCO. So we got the MCO 1.0 on March and we faced the challenge for the whole lockdown. And that is where we, we stuck because we don't know what is next. But as a group of young people, so me, like I'm bringing another two, like Joseph, another one, John. Two of us is like out from nowhere. So we try to do our best. And thank God that I have experience uh, on the constructions. So we're able, we managed to build our own roof. We bring in the container. So we start to push the work. So that's mm. last year. And riding on that, I always tell the whole team, in order to inspire young people to go in agriculture, smart system is something that we cannot lack of. So we mm. must integrate in smart system because I believe we easily access a lot of electronics stuff, gadgets, to allow us to really live better. But I always kidding with friends that uh, actually to be frank, it's not, it's, it's not for us to live better, it's because we're lazy. So we don't have to do those type of hassle work. So we try to use technology to cut off those hassle things and then we're able to to work smart. Yeah, I, I've heard a lot about your smart farm and, and how you implement technology into a lot of your, your daily farm routines. But before we actually go into that, I'd love to find out about vanilla because as I, as I understand it, the vanilla plant, to, to get it to to grow vanilla pods, right? Which is the, the high yield product that, that you're selling. It takes years for it to grow, right? And and yes. it seems like Malaysia's climate isn't well suited to, to growing vanilla plants. So how did you get around that? How, how do you get around growing vanilla in such a, like a humid and such a hot country? Yes. And for your info, that uh, vanilla is, as you know, a lot of people thought that there is a high yield crops that are unable to grow in Malaysia. But, in Malaysia, 13 years ago already have vanilla planter. So already, they already exist here for 13 years. So in Sabah, Sarawak, there is, there is a lot of small vanilla planter, which is, uh, uh, we have a lot of seafood, which is, <laughs> I mean, master <laughs> that in vanilla growing in whole Malaysia. And don't surprise that the most nearest country to us is one of the biggest exporter is Indonesia, which is Indonesia export quite numbers of vanilla. They export almost 2,000 tons every year of oh, vanilla. Wow. So they are nearest to us and their climax is quite similar to us. 
But a lot of people don't really go in vanilla. I think, to be summarized, I think got two significant uh, uh, problem. One, we have to wait. And because it's, it takes a long time to get the flower and to be fruits. The second, I think, is because it's hassle. Because it's quite uh, labor-intensive. When there's flowering, pollinations, is manual pollinations. And harvesting is by manual harvest and also the curing process. So that is, I think that's the two main reasons that uh, a lot of people don't really go in vanilla. And a lot of big business, they rather go in oil palm with easier management compared, I mean, it's not that labor intensive compared to vanilla. So for vanilla wise, the typical traditional way, they need three to four years to get the first flower. So after we get the first flower, we pollinate it. And then nine months, we get the fruits. After that, we harvest it. And we need to take two to three months to, to cure it. So total up, if for traditional way, they need four to five years to get the first return. And we have experience in East Malaysia that we're able to get 18 months to get the first flower. So by control the environment, by uh, some technology, we're able to reduce from 36 months or 48 months to 18 months, which is oh, wow. it's almost half. Yeah, that's really quick. Yep. Oh. So there's some way to do with it. So we managed to get that technology and we transfer it to Penang, which is our current farm. Mm. And our current farm is two acres. And last year, August, we managed to get our Penang chief minister, uh, Yang Ahmad Brahman Tuan Chao Kon Yu, to launch our farm. And at the particular launching, he gave us another four acres. So currently, we have six oh, wow. acres farm is in <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that was a, yeah, that's a very quick uh, expansion and maybe an unexpected one as well for you. Um, uh, yeah. But yeah, so how did you manage to, you know, find this technology to, to reduce the flowering time for the vanilla plant from like 36 to 48 months to just like 18 months? Are you able to share that or is that a trade secret? Um, this one is because we base on the experience of those experts' tea. Mm -hmm. all, all these like seafoods in uh, Sarawak. Yes, it's all seafood that in Sarawak uh, uh, and Sabah they're willing to uh, share with us how they do mm -hmm. that and they have done that. So we adopt the technology and uh, uh, some of the technique and how we control the environment and then we put it in Penang. And right now, mm -hmm. we just put it into coding into system so that uh, we can use the computer system to manage the day-to-day -day work in terms of we have to monitor by human day-to-day. -day. So this is something that we have successfully uh, implemented the smart system. We collect the data and even the system will auto misting to reduce the temperature and increase the humidity when the environment is, is not suitable. So meaning that uh, we implement that. And right. yeah, as you know, we got the Malaysia Board of Records that uh, we are the Malaysia first smart vanilla farm. That is on October last year. 
Yeah, and that's something that I've I've seen so many articles about, you know, oh, people saying like, oh, this farm is using AI or machine learning in their farms and big data. Yeah. And and I've also heard that you you are working pretty closely with uh, University Science Malaysia, right? In yes. uh, sending data to them and, and getting them to process through it. So what yep. is it about these technologies or, or this data that you're doing differently com- compared to traditional farming or, or even some farms some like urban farms that do yep. um use some sensors to to detect like humidity levels and and how is your farm different from that and, and what makes your farm like smart before we continue our conversation we are going to take a quick break stay with us you're listening to breaking bread on bfm 89.9 Welcome back to Breaking Bread. Let's pick up where we left off. I've been speaking with Ezra Tan from Kairos Agriculture, the company behind Penang's first smart vanilla farm. We've been talking about how Ezra first got into this whole vanilla farming business, but now we're turning our focus to how Kairos uses technology in their vanilla farming. So what... Yep. Is it about these technologies or, or this data that you're doing differently com- compared to traditional farming? Or, or even some farms, some like urban farms that do yep. um, use some sensors to, to detect like humidity levels and, and how is your farm different from that and, and what makes your farm like smart? Yep. So one of the things that I think a lot of farmers is using that how they're using the sensor to control the humidity and also the temperature. This is one of the things that we started to implement in our farm. So mm-hmm. I always share with people that if you're asking me, is it Kairos really go in the agriculture 4.0? I always kidding with people that no, we are not. We are not 4.0 yet. Maybe we are 3.1 or maybe 3.2, which we are heading into. So, so it's like uh, we are in progress. So currently, we only able to use the computer system to really manage the good environment to make the vanilla grow. We even play music for the oh, plant really? to listen wow. day to day and then to encourage for the growth. So this is something wow. that we are under experimental. So, but uh, we did see the result. So, except than that, we also talking to uh one of the university university uh Siakman University Malaysia branch, one of the prof uh prof Tan is fully focused on light spectrum. So now we are exploring mm. how to use the light spectrum to really, uh, promote the growth, control the pests, and also promote the flowering. I think that's most critical, but they're still in discussion stage. So we yet to announce that part yet. So we are heading to that. But compared to a lot of vanilla planter in Malaysia, a lot of planters still using the traditional way. Doesn't mean that traditional way doesn't work. But when in terms of come to the eel control, the quality control, uh, we believe that data speaks more sense compared mm. to yeah because experience you hard to duplicate um those sifu sifu there's when they see something they say oh must be when in, when they see this they will say the how to react but 
if compared to a young agropreneur like us, we don't know how to use those sense unless <laughs> we turn it into data. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes the seafood is like, oh, I have a feeling this plant is uh, yes. not doing so well. <laughs> and, and that's very hard. It's, it's not tangible, right? Yeah. Yes. And yeah, that's, that's, that's really cool. But you, you would say that right now, you're still very hands-on in terms of your, your farm, right? And it still requires a lot of uh, labor. Um, and in the future, are, are you planning on using all this data, using even like robotics to, to make your farm a more automated farm? Um, Robotic-wise, we believe that we don't try to use something to replace human works because uh, uh, we still believe that human, we can do a lot of things towards this whole process. But we just use the technology to assist us, but it's not to replace us. So we don't encourage or we don't go to the directions to make the technology to replace human, but to assist. So we even talked to some of our technology partner that how to explore example because vanilla required manual pollinations. And traditional farmer, normally when they do the pollinations, they might miss the flower. And the flower only be there for eight hours. Meaning that if you miss it, they will tell you, hey guys, see you next year. And you miss it. <laughs> So we are thinking that how to use technology like capture, maybe the imaging that will remind the farmer, hey, maybe you still have five flowers you haven't pollinated. So this ah. is something that we are heading forwards in terms of replace human, but it's to assist human to do the works better. Yeah, that sounds like that sounds like a dream when it comes to farming. You know, like a like a system that tells you, oh, you 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 left up some uh, some produce that you should you should go back and and pollinate it. Yeah, oh, that's really smart. <laughs> True. Yeah, and what products do you currently have actually? Because from what I heard, like you started your your farm pretty recently, and your plants haven't matured to to produce the vanilla pods yet, right? Um, but on your site, you're you're already selling like vanilla pods and vanilla extract, and and where do those come from? Um, those products for vanilla products is come from our East Malaysia farm. So currently we are using the East Malaysia farms produce to, to, to sell it, the pots and extract. And at the same time, mm. uh, our current six acres farm, we having a vanilla cafe. So we just started, uh, right before MCO 2.0. So after we thinking to launch it and MCO 2.0 hits. So we forced to delay. Oh no. And then now we're in MCO3. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, now we are in MCO3. So uh, we all have to pray that everything have to go away as soon as possible. So mm -hmm. for that particular vanilla cafe, we did serve a lot of vanilla goods. Example, we have vanilla ice cream. We even have a tiramisu that use vanilla pots. And we have vanilla latte. We have um, fish and chip that serve with vanilla sauce. So meaning oh, that wow. you can have your vanilla, your fish and chip that mix with the vanilla sauce. So you can have Is it, it like in a, our farm. Like a tartar sauce, but with yes. vanilla in there? Wow. Yes. Oh, I've, so, oh I'm yeah. so, so curious as to how that <laughs> would taste. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's quite nice. So we did our R&D ourselves and our... I mean, our partner is doing their work on that. But of course, currently we uh, pause it. We put it a pause to wait for the pandemic to be passed. And we hopefully 
after this whole pandemic, uh, we able to welcome more crowd. And Penang Global Tourism Board did visit us and want to promote us to become one of the spot that when people visit Penang, this is a must-visit spots. Right, right. So, it's almost like a agri-tourism sort of venture. Wow, cool. Yes. Yeah. And and so when can we expect to see your uh, a larger scale production of, of vanilla from, from you guys? When when will your plants in Penang mature and we'll see your vanilla pods and extract in the market? Yes, we are expecting to have the flower by this end of August. So pray for us. So there's our 18 months. I mean, it's even lesser. It's 15, 15 months. So we try oh, to wow. push the plant to get the flower and see whether it's success or not. And if that success, most probably next year, by June or July, you all will see the Penang produce uh, vanilla pots will be available in the markets. Oh, wow. That's really soon. Yeah. I'm really excited for it. Yeah. And and I also heard that you you, you were saying just now that initially you had this uh, contact from Japan, right? And so I'm assuming yep. that a large chunk of your production will be exported as well? Yep. For now, actually, to be frank, our two acres farm, we're able to produce only one ton, which is 1,000 kilo of vanilla pots. But the market is so huge. The demand mm. is so huge. Um, in terms of local demand, we did receive some inquiry. And one of the food process companies that inquiry for five tons. And we only mm. have one ton for our two acres land. And we did receive uh, inquiry from Singapore and also China. So we are trying to hold them while waiting for our bigger uh, production for our current farm. Because our East Malaysia farm, we're only able to produce 20 to 30 kilo per year. So it's, it's very little amount. Right. So we are, that's why we expand here. But it takes mm, time. Yeah. But even with that one ton of vanilla, your your expected revenue is is already pretty high. I had the number yeah. was like 1.5 million, right? That's, that's yes. really high and really high yield crop. Yep. There's uh for current market is fluctuating because of the pandemic. Uh, the price is dropping. Uh, the mm. highest point of the vanilla price is one kilo is two thousand four. That's highest point. Oh. So for now, the one point five mil is put it as one thousand five. So there's as you see, there's a quite quite wide range because of the yeah. pandemic hit. So we are looking forward that maybe uh, uh, after this whole pandemic and we wanted to produce good quality bean. That's why we partner with local university. We are finding how to make it more high vanilla content and even longer bean or more better quality beans. So this mm -hmm. is what we are looking forward to and we are partnering with local university on that part. Yeah, and I'm really looking forward to to trying it out as well. Uh, when when I see it, uh, sometime next year, hopefully. And uh, sure. yeah, <laughs> with that, with that, <laughs> we've come to the end of our interview. Yeah, it's been really, really exciting and, and really interesting to hear about how vanilla can be grown in Penang and then doing so well as well. And uh, yeah, I just want to thank you for coming on the show today, Ezra, and for sharing the story of uh, Kairos. Sure, thanks, June.
that is all for this week's show. To listen to more episodes, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, or on the BFM app. And if you're hungry for more food news and fun recipes, you can keep up to date with me on Instagram. I'm at Jun and Tonic. That's J-U-N dot A-N-D dot T-O-N-I-C. This is Jun signing off. You've been listening to Breaking Bread on BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.